Hey, what's up everyone? Spencer Sue here, your tech realtor of the Bay Area. For this Tuesday tip of the week, I'm actually gonna be going over all of the real estate related propositions that are upcoming for uh, the ballot. And these are some pretty big changes that can happen. So I'm gonna give you my candid thoughts, pros and cons, and uh, what may likely happen if they were to get passed or not passed. And so the main ones that we're gonna be covering today will be California Proposition 15, 19 and 21. And uh, so let's go take a look at what these actually are. So you can make a decision yourself as to what you want to vote for and what this actually means. Now, at the end of the day, I can't predict what will uh, end up happening because these are clearly very impactful, but I can give you an idea like in my perception, my view, how I think of whether it is a yes or a no. Um, however, before we begin, as usual, if you are renting right now, considering a trade up, use this as an opportunity to leverage record low interest rates that we have. And even if you're a homeowner and, and we haven't worked together, you should strongly consider several things. One, refinance. There is a fee upcoming in round, I think it's November, November, December, uh, that there will be a half point, half point uh, fee when you're going to be doing a refinance. So you might as well do that, especially if it makes sense. Even if you've done it in the last three to six months, you may want to reconsider and, and look at it again and and go through that process. It's still pretty quick to do. Like I've done mine in, in, in a month. Uh, most people can get it done in a month. And that's, that's my quick tip number one. Quick tip number two is if you want a kind of a rainy day fund, uh, open up a HELOC. There are many programs out there that have no fees to either open and no fees to even maintain it. It's basically a line of credit uh, tied to your house. You want to do that when you don't need it, then open it up when you actually do need it. Because when things are bad, um, you may not be able to even open one up. Like there was a period where certain banks just did not open it anymore up, but they didn't close the existing ones. So those are some of the quick tips so that you can just be sure to have and utilize and uh, some quick tips for following me on this channel. Now let's take a look at number 15 first, Proposition 15. This is uh, the one that has that will hike property taxes taxes on basically the corporate real estate. So very much like residential real estate here in California, we have California Proposition 13. That allows basically uh, a cap in terms of what is the maximum increase uh, a property tax can get adjusted, which is, has been very favorable. So while you know the average price in most places across the Bay Area are you know over a million dollars. It doesn't mean that we're all paying that much in property taxes, right? Which is very different than a lot of other markets. Other areas like a Texas, they reassess their property taxes very aggressively. So while you're not actually getting more material money of the increase in the value of property, you're paying for it. Uh, however, in California, they limit it. So while prices have increased on average five to six percent a year, it's been capped in terms of the property tax increase, basically about one to two percent a year. And, and commercial real estate has been in that same boat, uh, hence why it's been a problem and been, uh, you know, people have been upset related to this. So the proposal is that they would then reassess the value of properties uh, basically to the current market value, which would, which would be really intense if this does get passed. I'm not sure how logistically they would handle that because there's I mean, there's not that many, but there's a lot still. So I'm not sure how they will actually handle of what the fair market value of a, of a property is, especially given every area is different, right? 
I mean, some people determine an area by a, 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 a market cap, so a cap rate. That's typically how they compute it. So based off of the rent of all the tenants and into a property. However, the challenge is, let's say this gets passed, how they will monitor of what the quote unquote market value of a property is. Because at the end of the day, we know through all the different things on real estate, market value just means what someone else would be willing to pay for it, right? And so it's gonna be interesting to calculate what does that actually mean? But at the same time, if the landlords will be having increased amount, what will happen then for the tenant base? Will they actually increase the rent? I think some areas they will. However, at the same time, some areas they probably would not change, right? Because it's all a market-driven environment. Like for example, if you wanna open up a milk tea shop or a restaurant, you have plenty of options to open that up uh, all over the place, right? And so that's, you know, it's not just based off, oh, just because their their expenses are higher, they're gonna obviously charge you more. The reality is they're gonna see what the market rate is and just charge you the market rate. So I don't think people will get impacted that much. However, for those that are doing very well, they may pass along those costs. So in general, there may be some that will be impacted um, in terms of, increasing costs, but I don't think it will be across the board. And the benefit as well is that businesses with under $3 million in California property, which isn't that much um, when it comes especially to commercial real estate, like here in the Bay Area, I don't think any commercial space, maybe even a 7-Eleven or a gas station is under 3 million. Uh, so it'd be very, very difficult, right? For those that are not going to be affected. I'm sure other areas outside of the Bay Area would certainly be very doable, maybe smaller, you know, smaller cities or uh, you know, places that are just more uh, in the outskirts, but it's just something to, uh, that is certainly interesting. Um, we will see what happens with this one. I, I think this, I, you know, I initially said I want to make predictions, but I think this may likely get passed, uh, but we'll see what happens. But, and then, as I mentioned, I'm not sure how they would actually handle, how do you determine what the fair market value is? Do you then protest it? I'm not sure how you would actually facilitate that. So that's a different problem altogether. Uh, so the next one would be Proposition 19. So Proposition 19, this will give Californians 55 or older a big property tax break when buying a new home. To fund that tax break, it would curtail a separate tax break Californians may receive on homes inherited from parents and grandparents. So typically when Californians buy a new home, their property taxes shoot way up. Because what happens is that when they buy a new home, they're getting assessed at whatever their new purchase price is. And so it, it, for, for those that are uh, elderly, that, that's a big reason why they decided not to even buy a place, uh, buy a new place, period. They may as well just live in that home forever until they pass away. And then that will get passed along to you know their kids at a new tax basis is what has traditionally happened. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Like the benefit for realtors per se is that there will be more inventory. It's not just beneficial for realtors, but beneficial for a lot of people is that there'll be more inventory that comes up. So a big problem right now is, you know, people that are elderly, what is the point for them? I mean, their property taxes are dirt cheap right now, right? Because they bought it. Let's say they own it for, let's say 20 plus years. So property taxes are super low. They're very comfortable in the house. Like they're probably all paid off. So what is the motivation for somebody to then buy a new place and have this massive property tax, even if it's a small, smaller home? The only reasons why I see that today is they may be moving to somewhere else completely, 
So they need the money or they may have like their kids. They want their kids to enjoy it while they're still, you know, alive. And so they want to liquidate the home, but you have your updated property taxes, but also you have your, you know, capital gains tax when you actually sell the home. So if this can help, uh, give them the tax break that they need, it certainly would, uh, create a lot more supply and a lot more, uh, options for new people that want to move in these prime areas. I mean, think about the areas of like San Mateo County, right? Some of the highest price points in the whole area. A lot of them are staying it because they don't everyone leave. And unfortunately, they may pass away in the house. And then the heirs of the house through a trust uh, will then sell it. But that's, it's very unpredictable. And that's so far uh, out, right? I mean, people have at least decades left of their lives for a majority of people in San Mateo County. So it'll certainly allow things to open things up uh, and create a lot more available properties. I'm not sure the counterbalance, quite frankly, of this. I mean, they can technically already do this today, uh, but it depends on the states. So for the different counties here in the Bay Area, there are different options and you want to check in with your tax advisor, but also check in with the local uh, counties. But there are options to actually trade to a, uh, a smaller home uh, to and, and keep your tax basis. So there are ways to do it. Um, but I'm sure for this will create it for all of California to be able to uh, create that ability to have interchangeability whenever they would want. So that would be Proposition 19. I'm not sure if they would uh, pass this. Like here, you can see they floated something similar two years ago, which was rejected overwhelmingly. I mean, honestly, I think it's a good idea, uh, not just because as a realtor, it just creates more options for people. I mean, think about you as a home buyer. There's only there's only so many houses for sale. Just ask any home buyers. But at the end of the day, it's uh, I think it's a masses. I don't think this will pass. So that's that. And the last but not least, the last real estate related one would be Proposition 21. Proposition 21 would allow cities to pass rent control measures on almost all rental housing as long as it's more than 15 years old. So that good that is good for all new construction or newer construction homes, uh, which are a lot being built right now that this won't uh, work. There is already a, a statewide rent, uh, rent uh, cap at this point. It's basically 5% plus inflation. I think no longer than, no more than 10% a year. So there is a quasi cap. But this will allow basically cities uh, to basically um, have their own rental restrictions. Now, it's going to be interesting because as you probably can see, like for the most part, because of how low interest rates are, uh, those apartment complexes are not doing nearly the same as they were, right? So if you had this conversation six months ago or seven months ago, it'd be very different than it is today. So I don't know how much traction this will get. It got rejected the last time. However, uh, given that the rent figures are much lower at this point, I'm not sure it's as big of a concern anymore, right? You look at San Francisco. San Francisco, technically, rent prices have dropped by basically about 30% if you factor in all the free months that they're giving out. You look at like a Mountain View, Sunnyvale, like those rent figures for apartments have dropped significantly. They were charging like four or $5,000 for a two-bedroom apartment, and now they have dropped significantly. And so I don't know if this will pass this time around. It's just a context and the environment is significantly different than it was before. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I think if it does get passed, it certainly creates uh, just, 
I mean, it, it discourages a lot of people for being investors um, because it's just another thing that they have to deal with. You would have thought a lot of people may have been deterred from the state rent. But the reality is like, if you can increase five to 8% these days, like that's crazy good. You should be really happy. That's not happening that, it's not really not happening at all. So you should be really happy if you can get that amount. Uh, it's more for those that had a really low basis before. Um, you know, now you're trying to raise five to eight percent to try to get the market rate. That may take forever. Those are the situations where it's a lot more difficult when their basis was already really low. It was never market rate to begin with. So I hope you enjoyed uh, this particular one. It's a little bit different than the other ones. However, it's just timely given the election is right around the corner, but also these very important California propositions are around the corner. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to make sure that uh, you sign up to be registered to vote. Uh, voting is always very important for everyone. So make sure you do that. Uh, hopefully you can do it in the mail-in ballots. I, I can't imagine how long lines would be, uh, especially now you have to sanitize everything to do in person. So if you have the opportunity, please do sh be sure to do the mail-in ballots. At the same time, you want to be sure, I watched on John Oliver's uh, thing recently, you want to make sure your signature is done like how it matches the, your uh, your driver's license, right? Not the scribble ones that you make at a local coffee shop. So be sure you do that so your vote doesn't get invalidated. That would suck um, completely. Well, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this latest one. If, Of course, if you have any questions at any time, please reach out to me. It's still been busier than ever from a real estate front. A lot of people are doing a lot of activity, buying and selling and thinking about investing. So with rates being as low as they are, it's quite frankly an incredible time to have some exposure uh, if you don't already have it in the real estate market. Uh, happy to have us private conversations. We can get that set up. But other than that, I'll see you at the next. Thank you so much for making it to the very end of my podcast. If you are tired of renting in the Bay Area, are a homeowner looking to do a trade up for a bigger home, or are a real estate investor, I would love to connect. Click on the Calendly link and let's set up a time to talk. It's never too early to talk about options and to work out a game plan. I also do have an email newsletter, so sign up on the link in the show notes, or you're welcome to watch all of my content on YouTube. See you at the next one.